All right, welcome to That Metal Podcast, episode 53. I'm Wolfman Dave, and with me, special guest, I have Riot10. Yo, what's up? How you guys doing? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So this has kind of been a, um, an episode in the making for a while. I've been asking, trying to set up a meeting with you, just kind of um, pass each other every once in a while. <laughs> it yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's never materialized. So yeah, for, for the listeners... So that they understand, this is going to be a little bit different episode. We're going to have uh, sort of electronic-based music uh, on this episode, but it all kind of goes for full circle to heavy metal. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll, um, we'll discuss that in a moment. Um, so first things first, what have you been listening to lately? That's um, something that I'm sure some listeners want to find out. Right. Um. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, there's uh, there really isn't a ton of metal. I mean, obviously, there'll be times I'll, I'll um, you know, I'll think of, of like my childhood or like growing up in like middle school and high school, and I'll you know obviously listen to a lot of metal. So sometimes I'll, I'll go back to that. But as far as like I guess more on a daily basis, um, I don't know. I guess a lot of like 2000s, uh, like almost like hip hop or R&B maybe, um, or it's I guess it's more kind of like in the middle of both. It's um kind of like I guess uh, it was a camera. I used to do a lot of like weird stuff like that. Um, Chingy used to make like rap, but kind of like singing almost, like kind of like love songs, but not really. Like it's 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 a really thing. Or that or like Ludacris back then. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah um, trying to think of all the all of other artists I've listened to. But um, besides that, it's mainly hip hop. Uh, since I make electronic music, sometimes I, I find it kind of hard to listen to like on my free time because it just it feels like it's just uh, too much of the same genre. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's fun. I mean, and it's it's nice to like change it up, obviously, once in a while. But yeah. And besides that, I mean, as far as like, I guess if I'm using my ears, I mean, a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing else really to do besides uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Hang out at home, watch movies, make music. So yeah, I've, um, I I'm, I'm obviously I'm I'm really uh, I'm really big into either like horror movies or, yeah. you know, like really um like psychological thrillers. Um, but um. I mean, did I guess. Guys, did you get a chance? Sorry, did you get a chance get, to watch Invinci- uh, Invisible Man? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Invisible Man. What do you think? I mean, personally, I I, I like it just because I really like any movie that has to do with like advanced technology or anything that's just like kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, I feel with that one, yeah, I I uh, I, re- I really really enjoy. It. I know it's a, I'm not, is it a it's a remake, correct? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I never I mean, saw. Dude, it's done to a next level, man. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 dude. Like, it was cool because, like, the concept of it was, it was, like, you know, multiple cameras, like, cameras placed all over the body, and, right. you know, res- resulting in it being able to adapt to its surrounding because it's taking yeah. in the information and, in, like, you know, in real um, real time. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, it's, it's been one of my favorite, uh, favorite movies this uh, this year so far. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I think it was um, – it caught me by surprise because at first I was like, ah, this is going to be very predictable, but yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't, and then same, same. <laughs> you know, the outfit was kind of creepy too, because I'm pretty sure there's people who have the that fear of circles. What is that fear of dots? Uh, uh, it's a uh, there's there's this one that's like a, a fear of like you know like in uh, let's say there's a lot of pictures of people like fake ones like a little bit like holes holes yes. in there and yeah, yeah. it's a it's a phobia, but I I don't remember what the technical name for it. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, it, it is. Uh, I mean, I even find it kind of like uh, creepy when I see stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's I'm sure. So I'm sure some people even found it even more like disturbing that it's like it, it just looks weird. It looks like a like a giant like kind of fly like fly eyes like yeah, all yeah, over. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so, kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know what? Um, and I know this is just because I'm into like heavy music and metal and whatnot. But that yeah. Trolls uh, Trolls World Tour was actually pretty fun, too. I don't know if you've checked it out. I No, I haven't. Um, I think, well, I, I have uh, two kids. I mean, not that you have to have kids to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I more, I guess the more of the cartoon stuff I, I don't really watch unless it's like, you know, my kids want to watch it. Yeah. But my two-year-old, he doesn't. He only likes to watch two shows. Like, he doesn't like to watch almost anything else. He's really, <laughs> he's really weird. And yeah. then... Obviously, my, I have a 12-year-old, and I feel like he's already past that point where he thinks it's like he's being a little kid if he watches it. Right. So he's he hasn't. You know, I have not him. He might like it. It's because the, the reason it's badass is because it, it they talk about different music. So there's different tribes that, that listen to different music, and oh, okay. so everybody's kind of like sort of against each other because it's like, oh, you listen to country, you listen to rock, you listen to pop, you listen to that, and so they're trying to like unify everybody so that everybody kind of hangs out and listens to everything together without having to fight with each other. And it's kind of sort of kind of like the concept of the movie. That's why it's badass, you know. And, that's actually uh, really cool. I mean, that's yeah. a, it's like a life lesson right there for someone. Exactly, dude. When you start watching it, you're like, damn, dude, these guys know what's up. But yeah. um, you know, kind of to add on to what you're saying is um, sometimes we need an off day of what we're listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if when you're constantly in the studio doing stuff and for me like I'm always doing research and I'm always listening to different bands and stuff because that's what I like to do right? right and there's times where we kind of have to um, take it like what I say is I take a day off of metal so <laughs> you know like I remember yeah. you were laughing at me one time because I was blasting um, was it Whoop That Trick remember uh, yes. a while back mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah. I thought it was funny because, uh, like, sometimes I need those days off. So I'll venture off into old school gangster rap or hip hop also. Yeah. But not only that, I mean, it's just different kinds. I had an episode on that um, that we did. Where we talked about different uh, stuff that we listened to but that's not metal. Right. So that was actually a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, sometimes we need that. And it's so funny because it, I think it kind of crosses boundaries. So it's like maybe uh, – for you, for example, to go from this hip-hop electronic music venture into heavy metal, and for me, heavy metal venture off into this electronic music. You know what I mean? So yeah. we kind of like crossing paths here. Yeah. So I decided that I picked your birth year, which is, we'll just say it, 1991. Right. And I decided we're going to do the Desert Island game, right? So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you a name of I'll give you five to ten artists, uh, bands from 91, who had best-selling albums, uh, heavy metal albums, and you get to, uh, you get to pick one that you want to have on that desert island. So give me a moment. Hmm. It's going to be interesting. So we have Skid Row. That okay. specific album was Slave to the Grind. We have, and I think, okay, I'm not going to say anything. We have Metallica, self-titled, Black Album, 91. We have Sepultura, Arise. We had Death uh, with the Human Album. We have Ozzy Osbourne with No More Tears. I think that might be the first album with Zach Wilde. We have uh, Carcass, 
Necrotism. We have Coroner, Mental Vortex. Uh, Guns and Roses, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Hmm. Uh, Blind Guardian, Tales from the Twilight World. We have... Hmm. What else? Sabotage, Streets, a rock opera, which is one of my personal favorites. Uh, there's Bolt Thrower, War Master. I feel like I've... I sound, that one sounds very familiar. Yeah, we, I, I used to... I used hmm. to um, yeah. So we have... Let me go back from the beginning. So we have Skid Row, Metallica, Sepultura, Death, Ozzy, well, Ozzy Osbourne, Morbid Angel, Blessed Are the Sick, uh, Carcass, Carner. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, um, and again, because I'll be a little bit uh, lenient. So what we'll do is, like I said earlier, you get to pick that artist, band, and the discography comes with them. So everything that comes with that band. Oh, shit. Um, I mean, uh, I'm going to have to go with Death, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're saying everything that comes with them, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I do. I'm Obviously, like, it was uh, when I was really into metal. It was, like, um, a while ago. But I do remember one of my, like, favorite bands was, was Death. So. Yeah. Um, and I. And I I don't think you can go wrong with death, so. <laughs> no, I mean, and not only that, even if we just picked Human, that's a fucking incredible album anyways. So, it works out. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. I'll take it. <laughs> I would have I would have probably picked them too, dude. So, um, and I think, but I mean, honestly, I mean, I think any other person would have done the, the easy cop-out, and they probably would have done Metallica. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I mean, I... I mean, if you're talking about like all Metallica, I mean, obviously, I know towards yeah. like the the later it started to get. Oh, little... I know, dude. <laughs> but I mean, um. That's funny because like, uh, it's that's putting I mean... it light, light. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but yeah, that's as soon as you said that. I mean, I, I mean, it is easy, like, because I mean, obviously, everyone will always kind of just have that that respect for Metallica, you know, obviously, because of right. you know, but yeah, once you said like a, a full discography, then yeah, then Death would be it. Yeah, actually, you know, I was uh, I ordered this DVD called uh, Murder in the Front Row, which was um, it's kind of like the story of thrash metal, right? Okay. Uh, so all the all the main ones from San Francisco and LA, and it's it's really interesting because they had Metallica, you know, Lars and and, and James are talking and stuff about the scene early on and the things that they've done or whatever. And I just thought it was, it's a really good uh, documentary. So if you're ever interested in watching one, uh, a good documentary, let me know and I'll, so I can lend it to you. Okay. Uh, Cause it's, um, it's really cool. It has really cool like cartoons to kind of, when they're telling a story, it, it follows uh, the story. You know what I mean? Okay. Those like, yeah. Th- those are always cool. Cause it, like, yeah. it just, it keeps you like in, you know, engaged. Right. Yeah. So I, I really like that. So you, you might, you might uh, it's a good just to hang out, have some beers and stuff. Speaking of um, metal like DVDs, I uh, do you remember remember when there was um, fuck, 
uh, was it like Quovalis? I think Quo- Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Um, I remember I ordered that drum footage, that drum DVD. Do you ever remember that? Where I had told you I was gonna buy it, and you're like, "Oh, that'd be dope." And I, I remember I purchased it, and I never received it. And, oh fuck! Are you serious? And this, yeah, this. I think I was like 16 or like, I don't know how old I was, and yeah. um, I didn't have any obviously any like credit cards or anything, so I used my dad's. Yeah. And my dad I remembered my dad getting really upset that I never got it. He thought they were gonna like use his card for like you know, yeah, <laughs> some like scamming stuff. I was like, yeah. uh, nah, I think we're good. I just I never received it. That's fucking so, crazy. Till, till I mean, day, I, man. <laughs> I bought the DVD, um, and the extra the extra DVD is the camp footage, the 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 drum footage. I don't know if you know that. No shit. No, I yeah, didn't. so if you were to order the DVD right now, like through Amazon or whatever, the Quobot, I think it's called Live uh, Imagination or Defiant Imagination Live or something like that. If you were to get that one, it the, the bonus footage is the entire concert, but from the drummer's perspective. And that fucking guy is incredible. He's like an octopus. Yeah. Dude, dude yeah, I remember seeing those videos like, just like on YouTube, yeah. uh, whatever, whatever they had back then. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is like, I need to buy the DVD, and I never got it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. It just sucks, man. But can you imagine getting the shit beaten out of you by him with the drumsticks? That would, that would fucking suck. <laughs> uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we're talking about DVDs and, and kind of like movies and stuff. Yeah. I had, uh, we had done an episode, a couple episodes, about movies for metalheads, video games for metalheads. I kind of wanted to get your two cents on this, uh, since I know you're a big movie person, big movie mm-hmm. buff, and you're a gamer. I know you're fucking tearing that shit up in Apex Legends. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of, but I know you play other games beside that. And so I was going to just get your two cents. What do you think? We'll start with the movies, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can give us a few. Uh, like that I feel like. As far as like just like that kind of like feel like metal or like kind of like give off that like yeah that vibe or that vibe even like metalhead uh, metalheads could watch you know um I'm not know if it's uh, I mean I guess it makes sense just because it's kind of like about like uh it's like machine like cars not machine cars that's that's a horrible it's <laughs> a horrible description but I'll just say uh, I think like Mad Max would be like a good kind of like you know it's yeah. like it's like kind of gritty. Yeah, like gritty and just like kind of like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. So there's that as far as you know. Uh, that you know what? To to add on to that, the newest Mad Max is badass too because that fucking guy, he's wailing on the guitar. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so that makes perfect. sense. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So yeah. that's perfect. That's a good example. All yeah, right. no, I really yeah I enjoyed that. I mean, um, did you hear? Did you hear that? Um, uh, who, who are the actors in that? No, it's uh, Charlie Theron and um, what's that dude's name? Uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, uh, I heard that they didn't um they didn't get along on set like whatsoever. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere, and I was like, oh damn, that must fuck. I must suck having to like work with somebody every day and just not get along with them. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people obviously with jobs like, you know, uh, at workplaces. Yeah. I'm sure that happens like you know every day, but it um it must suck to have to like, you know, <laughs> act like deal and yeah. deal with it like you know and because it's you have to complete the fucking movie and, like. You know, yeah. it's a contract, but all right. So moving on to that. Um, oh, real quick, real quick. Do you yeah. remember uh, Heat, the movie Heat? I do. Um, 
Pacino. Wait, I was about to say, yeah, Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. And De Niro. Correct. Well, they fucking hate each other also. No shit. Yeah. And so... Uh, that's sad. That makes it... That, makes, that kind of hurts my feelings. Yeah, I know. Me too. I was like, well, I thought they got along. But they don't really get along. Like, in real life, they don't really... Uh, they're not. They're not that. They don't have a close relationship, as what people think, you know. Yeah, no. I mean, they've. They're like for me, like if, if I have to choose one between, you know, I, I honestly, I think I would probably go with De Niro to be honest, man. But I do love Al Pacino as well. <laughs> Al Pacino's like explosive, and I think De Niro is a little bit intimidating. You know what I mean? Wait, like, did they, didn't they just have another movie together that came out recently? Yeah. I is it the Irishman? Yes. That, that, I haven't seen them, it right? yet. You haven't seen it? Oh, man. It's I know it's, a, it's, three, it's three hours long. It's a long-ass movie. I love, it's because I love epics like like The Godfather and stuff like that. I love yeah. that. I, I mean, yeah. It was like... You know, it doesn't feel like three hours because it's, it's very entertaining the whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a really good movie. Uh, well, okay. So, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Next movie. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like... I, mean, I think anything that has a, like any kind of horror movie could kind of like, you know, kind of be within that like vibe. Um, but like one of yeah. my like recent favorite like clown movies was um, Terrifier. That's right. Um, I think that's exactly a, a, another perfect example. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. There's something. I, I mean, obviously it's very gory, but they're just like I, I feel like I could relate that to it. I actually got um, I actually got like an Art the Clown tattoo. And I, I mean, I need to finish it, but I I have like the, the outline of it, so. I it's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, I have, dude. I need it. It's like super basic right now. I feel I haven't completed it at all. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's quarantine right now, so I'm not really supposed to be getting any work done anyway. So. Yeah. Um, another movie. There's just so many movies. Ah, oh, damn. Um, Mortal Kombat. I feel. I mean, obviously they have Fear Factor in it, so it's like. Yeah. I mean, so it makes <laughs> it kind of makes little sense anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. I'm gonna name a couple, I guess, video games. Um, yeah. What's that one? Uh, is it is it Duke Nukem? Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Okay, so that one be, I think would be perfect. Um, Very with the metal world. Yeah. <laughs> there, well, there you go. I see. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting them right. Um, what else? <laughs> video games. I mean, I feel like uh, I well, actually I used to listen to a lot of metal when I used to like in the background when I used to play um. What was that? It's the one where you have to have a car and you're supposed to cause damage and like that's how you pass. Burnout. Into is that burnout? Yeah. Okay. Like you I just to... you just crash on purpose, right? Yeah, and, and you have to like crash into other cars and make other cars yeah. hit each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it I used to listen. Okay, so I used to listen a lot in the middle of that, and I feel like it used to get me like super like <laughs> um, like pumped up to like hit shit and like yeah. Uh, yeah no, so it was that. Um, <laughs> I feel like any racing game. I mean, I guess because it is you know obviously metal has kind of like that more like. It's more like an intense vibe. I mean, not all metal, yeah. but I mean, like, a lot of metal I used to listen to was, like, kind of, like, more of the, just gives kind of, like, some type of energy. Um, so I feel like any car game right. kind of gets you into that mood. I guess that's why a lot of people, like, you know, even when they're driving their cars, to say sometimes when they're listening to, like, more heavy stuff, they tend to drive faster and crazy. Yes, and, I know so. that's, that's <laughs> to me personally. So, so uh, yeah, no, those are, that's, I think that's good. Those are good picks, man. I mean, I, you did... Um, you're like right in there, man. So you're in you're in the zone. So we 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 kind of picked a lot of horror movies, you know, like mm-hmm. Hellraiser and Dead Alive and Evil Dead and you know Exorcist and stuff like that. So those yeah, are, yeah. and I still and still to this day, 
I, I think it's hilarious that your mom's still fucking scared of uh, uh, the exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, she she won't. Yeah, every single time I mention it to her, she's just always like, no. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I mean, yeah. Eh, I mean, I, I feel like for me, a more disturbing movie. Like, I think one of the most disturbing movies I've watched was probably uh, Hereditary. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Dude, that that's one a really fucked that movie. She's in the, in the fucking ceiling, you know, like she's walking. Oh, dude. Yeah, well, wait, he's like in the living room. She's like in the, that part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part for me was like, which is the whole movie in general. Like when that, when the little girl gets her like her head, like she gets decapitated. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, holy shit. Like they actually yeah. like, and it looked like, I don't know. It was just such, yeah. it was such a good movie. I mean, it's it's the same director from uh, Midsummer, right? Or Midsummer? Yeah, Midsummer. Yeah. And I think did, you, did you watch that one too? Yeah, I saw, well, I didn't get to see all of it. I turned it off. Uh, I, I forgot. I had to do something. But it was already when they were already jumping off. And yeah. they were freaking out. And they're, like, freaking the fuck out. And it's a, a weird-ass movie. Yeah, it, they're trying to, like, calm them down. Like, it's, 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 they're old already. It's their choice. And, like, you know, they want to go on their own terms. Like, they're trying to convince them. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it's okay what's going on. Um, they also did The Witch, I think. The, uh, the director also did The Witch. That, the witch was another another yeah. movie that I really enjoyed as well. Yeah, that's when I I freaked out when the uh, what's the name the goat the ram. Oh yeah, He's like, I, I, I wait like <laughs> is he nah, really talking? the um, the dad's voice in that movie? I love yeah. the dad's voice in that movie. It's like it's just like super like deep and like just like uh, I don't know. He just has a great he just has a great voice. I, don't, I forgot the actor's name, but he's um I like his voice a lot. Oh, I also had a question. Have you ever seen that? It's a fucked up ass movie. I mean, I, I'm, I feel like you have, but um, it sounds not not in that way. <laughs> but um, it's, it's called a, a Serbian film. No. Okay. I have not uh, seen it. Um, I've watch, heard all it. about it. Yeah, I've no. Um, I uh, so I didn't watch it, and the re- the reason why I found out about it was um, there's another DJ that I know, and he's really big into like metal and and into like really big into horror movies like he he likes he watches the stuff that like a lot of people won't watch so right. this that the serving film is obviously one of those films and he was like tell me about it and just from like what he told me i was like do you like i'm gonna, I'm gonna go see if i can skim to the movie and yeah. this i was in um i was in germany at the time yeah. so we went to the hotel got on the wi-fi and we like found a like a torrent and we just torrent it really quick and we started skimming through it and I was I just for like the skims we went through, dude. I was like, oh my god, like I don't even know how this is like a thing. Like, and it looked and it looked fucking so real. Yeah. And um. Yeah, and he actually has some of those clips from that movie like in his visuals when he's performing. Oh shit. Like he's like I'm like dude like, and yeah he's just, he's just kind of, he's like a, I don't know man he's crazy like. <laughs> yeah, because I know there's there's films, uh, uh that kind of uh, especially a, uh, Asian films. Mm-hmm. Uh, Korean films they, they they try to go past that barrier of like what like for me when I saw Cannibal Holocaust yeah well I remember you showed me it, that. <laughs> it it disturbed me for a week I was not okay like it bothered me that they killed a live pig you know they they it bothered me that they cut the the turtle's head right Turtle. off you know what I mean yeah they I opened mean, it up. Yeah, and they opened it up, and and a lot of different things, you know. And then the gore that was in it, it, it I mean, they cut that dude's dick off. It looked real. Everything looked real, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a '79 or '78 movie, you know. 
So mm-hmm. when I think for me that's where it started. But it's interesting that they've pushed since then. They've pushed the envelope, man. And of what I mean, there's incest. There's all kinds of fucking crazy uh, categories, um, yeah. you know, of uh, those extreme movies. Right. So, and I mean. I just want to have a good time, you know. I just want a slasher film, you know. <laughs> I don't need I don't, any of the extra shit. <laughs> no, I don't need it. I no, mean, I, I agree. No, yeah, like I'm, so I'm, I'm like terrified of like ghosts and stuff, but I still, I still like thoroughly enjoy like watching like, you know, ghosts like movies or like things that have to do with like hauntings and shit and like, but I'm like, ter- I'm like terrified though, like, um, you know, anytime I hear shit like I'm in the house alone, anytime I hear it like anything, I'm just like, oh fuck, and yeah. like. And I, and, yeah, and I don't even, like, but it's weird, because, like, I, you know, I'll still watch it. Like, my girlfriend, she's, um, she's terrified of aliens, and, like, and when aliens, I mean, like, the grays, like, the big eyes, like, like, circle, like, oval heads, whatever, um, she, but she won't watch alien, anything with alien abduction, anything with alien anything, like, unless it's, like, you know, like, War of the Worlds, like, they're, like, drones and, like, weird shit like that. She doesn't mind that, but she will not watch, um... Like the, was the shit, fire, yeah. fire in the sky and like fourth the fourth kind or the fourth kind, dude, that one dude me up, when that movie came out oh man the recordings at the end dude, were fucking terrifying it was just like when they had like the their oh their mouths would open up like yeah. huge I was like oh hell no dude like to this day like I think I've only watched it twice like my whole lifetime me too. just just because like it just it's disturbing dude I don't like it <laughs> you know there's another movie uh is it with Katie Holmes or I forget who it is but the or Felicity or somewhat I don't know. The birds start crashing into the fucking houses, remember? Um, um, that's another that's another alien. And the, I forgot what it was. Is it is it the one with... Uh, it's an alien one, though, you said? Yeah. Um, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, let me see if I can Google it really quick. But, I, I mean... Uh, yeah, it's a hard one. I'm trying to think because I know there's a couple of movies where the the birds start. Uh, I feel like I watched it recently too. Either watched it again or. Oh, Dark Skies. Ah, okay, yes. Yeah, so yeah. that one has um, Carrie Russell. Yeah, there you go. There's one. So, um, who is it? It's uh, she's she did she was really big like she did a lot of movies like in a certain like little area uh era sorry, um. But it's I think they're trying to take her kid, and it's like aliens. But they're like I think they're like this yeah. causes humans. And she's blonde. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's um, she comes out in the Big Lebowski. Um, yeah, hold on, let me. I know which one. Let me just get. I, I can't remember. I can't remember who it is, but I know like the one of the thing like takes part like in a factory. I think one of the scenes. Yeah, and they, the every time they're close to something. It fucking yeah, it takes, it takes them, them, them away, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that the one. That one is. Let me see. It's Julianne Moore. Yes, there you go. And the movie. Is Wait, she's called, not. She's not a blonde. She's a. She's a she's redhead. A, then. She's a redhead. Yeah. Yes. And okay. it's. Ah, let me see if I can find it. It's. Uh, yeah, that's an older movie too. I really like that one too. That's a good one. I think it's the forgotten let me see mm-hmm. yeah the forgotten 2004 the forgotten and she's talking with some dude and 
she meets another guy and like they're trying to they're try, it, it's like if they're trying to like if they're going crazy or not you know what i mean like what the fuck is the truth i, and, I love i love those movies dude those are always the like, the ones like yeah i love those movies a lot dude so um let's uh let's move on here so we have the next uh one of the things that we're going to talk about is basically growing up your background so I'll just go ahead and say here the the elephant in the room is that if people have noticed that we're talking, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like a normal conversation. It's because we're related. So you're my nephew, right? I am. I am. <laughs> that is correct. I am your uncle. Yes. So oddly enough, so as people don't uh, uh, freak out, and um, we'll talk about another family member in a later in the podcast so growing up mm-hmm. um you you know we i guess would listen to music and stuff like that and whatnot you know yeah so talk a little bit about growing up and some of the background with uh with music like that um I guess I, as far as like music and stuff, uh, I mean, I w- obviously I think I, w- I was always enjoyed music. I mean, I think everyone, well, I mean, majority of people obviously enjoy music. Um, but uh, I, th- I don't think it was up until I was about maybe, maybe 13 or 12 when I was in middle school. Because um, I used to listen to like just like rap and like stuff that was on the radio, you know, before that. And then yeah. I remember you and I, we, you and I started um, hanging out a lot. And you would uh, kind of got me into the whole metal stuff. And um, so, yeah, so for like the next like two, three years, I remember we, like during the summer, you and I would stay up like playing um, it was, like Madden and like Halo yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. And we used to stay up just the whole summer, just fucking, we would stay up to like noon and then we'd fall asleep at noon and then wake up like at yeah. like 7 p.m. and just start yeah. doing it all over again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as far as music, <laughs> so that was like the first time I actually got into like, you know, a certain genre and like really heavily into it. Um, and then I guess when I started high school and I got into sports and stuff and I started to, uh, I was, I guess I wasn't around as much. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess, uh, uh, my style changed a little bit. So I started to like, uh, try to rap <laughs> and, <laughs> um, uh, I thought I was good back then. And I guess the, the older I got after I started rapping, I was like, damn, I actually, I'm not really good at this. But, <laughs> so, so when I started rapping though, I started getting into producing, because right. I would try to produce my own beats for my own, like, obviously, songs. Yeah. And um, so that's how it all started. And as far as music, you know, um, as far as influences, even back then, just, like, it was mainly hip-hop influence and stuff. But, you know, um, as I got older and started, you know, getting into, like, electronic music and making, like, stuff like that, um, I always I brought a lot of, like, the hip-hop and rap stuff from from you know producing back then and i brought it into like a lot of the stuff that i do now or you know that i did in the past yeah. so a lot of my songs are very like vocal based they're very like um you know you'll have, I'll have a rapper on majority of my songs yes and, yeah. and uh and especially in electronic music like having that is a really big key as far as having a song that's big because you know obviously having vocals is like it's more relatable it keeps the you know it keeps the audience a little bit more intrigued if you have you know vocals on a song um but as far as like metal goes and stuff, I um <clears throat> I and I guess we'll, which they'll hear later in the, in the podcast, um it's a like a dubstep song, but it you know it has like a guitar in it, it has like you know like um like metal vocals in it as well. I mean it's a not long vocal, 
but, yeah, but it's a short little uh, metal vocal in there. Yeah. And um, so we kind of just like crossed, you know, cross genre with that, and we included that. And I mean, it had been done before, but I guess the way we did it, it was just, it was very, um, it did very well, you know. So, yeah. but as far as that, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a it's been a long journey as far as making music. I mean, I think now it's been twelve years, I would say, of making music. Yeah, um, I mean, I probably obviously wasn't great at it for a, a while, but I mean, it's I mean, who really is like just a genius or like really at really just good at making music when they first start off, you know? I mean, I'm sure there are. But I mean, yeah. majority of people, you know, it's it's a it's a journey, and it takes a while to like you know learn programs, like learn your instrument, learn you know melodies, learn theory on it, learn learn you know a structure. Structure is a big one too when it comes, especially with EDM yeah. uh, or electronic music. It's um structure is a big thing, and uh, especially because people, I feel like with metal, I feel like listen people who listen to metal and stuff like, not necessarily all metal because I know there's a lot of metal that just, in my opinion, just kind of like, I mean, I think just with every genre, there's always like you know music in that genre that just kind of like sucks yeah. you know but uh, there is a, like a lot of like really complex and really like stuff you can appreciate in metal and that's like um i feel like you kind of have you have to have like patience and you have to have like the right attention span for it yeah and, and with electronic music i feel like that's it's not that's not primary like primarily what it's like it's about it's all about kind of like just straight to the point you know have it there in front of you uh and then you just switch songs you know, I what I what I noticed is um, the songs you have, mm-hmm. they're like under three minutes or within that range, right? And it's it proves it proves what you're saying. It's like uh, in and out, good chingazo into the face, and you're ready yeah. to rock and roll. Uh, like one of the ones that I was um, really enjoying was uh, I think it's called Lost Your Mind. I think that's uh, oh, recent. the the house one. Yeah, and that one I was laughing because I was like, that shit reminds me of like early, like late '90s, early 2000s, uh, yeah. and I was I could like I could see fucking John Wick, like doing the Running Man because it just reminds me of a John Wick movie. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, and I just see I could just see John Wick doing the Running Man, fucking killing people and shit at the same time. You know, dancing, but. Uh, yeah, the, all the songs that I was listening to have that within that range, um, the three-minute range. So yeah, that, I think that's pretty. It's very rare that I'll like make anything that's like longer than three minutes. Um, a lot of times with the label and stuff, I'll you know, I'll submit a song with like a little bit longer of an intro, and for streaming-wise, they'll come back and they'll be like, "Hey, like we're gonna need to edit this to be to come in quicker." Yeah. And for me, I know it sounds better if it's like if it plays the way it's supposed to play out, but. Like I said, streaming-wise, if someone doesn't doesn't, if you don't get to the point right away, uh, streaming-wise, you'll get skipped on, and that is obviously doesn't count as a play. Yeah. And you know, as I mean, when it, I mean, as far as it is music, it also is a business, you know. Right. And and these if these labels are obviously like you know spending money on you as an artist, like they also obviously want to have the best outcome. And if you don't get streamed and stuff, then you know they don't, you know they don't make their investment back. So a lot of times, like I'll have to shorten stuff up, and I'm just like. Well, I mean, there's that, I guess. So, <laughs> so, so um, I mean, I guess going with the the the, the next topic we're going to talk about is, you know, those are some challenges that you have to go through. Yeah. Uh, so, are there any of the bigger challenges that you have to go that uh, that you personally have to go through, uh, and quarantine included? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, I mean, I guess the challenge, I mean, what some of the current challenges are that, you know, like, since I'm a performer, <clears throat> these are like obviously large gatherings. Yeah. And, you know, some people may be able to go to work because, you know, they're not, they're not working with like a thousand. I mean, some people are, but most people aren't working with a thousand people like next to them. Right. And so for me, like the challenge is like we don't really know when our like music industry as far as performing wise is going to open up because it, it, it does put a lot of people in danger if you're getting that many people around each other. You know, sometimes the shows will be 2,000, 4,000 people. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's not necessarily the best uh, best move as far as, you know, health wise. But um, as far as that, I mean, and there's also, uh, you know, when you send your, this is just more of the music side. This is like, you know, when you send like a song over to a label and, you know, you think it's perfect, you know, and, you know, they'll come, they'll come back with a bunch of notes and they'll be like, you know, we should, you think we should change this? We think we should change this? We think we should do this and this and this. And it feels like sometimes it's like, they'll say like, we don't really like this. Sometimes it'll be like my pride that kind of like, yeah. Um, even though I know they might, it might be better, like I'll still kind of like be upset about it. I'm like, nah, they don't even know what they're talking about. Or like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But there's sometimes like, you know, where it's like, I like the way it sounds and I personally don't, you know, it's, it feels like they kind of like take away like that, that my, I guess like my creative, you know? Vision, yeah. Yeah, from from me. But um, so that's another, that's another, pro- uh, like I guess, um, not problem. Um, uh, what is it called? Challenge. Challenge, there you go. Um, that, and well, there's a lot of, obviously, show stuff, like, as far as shows go, like, you know, when there's multiple artists on a show, you know, everyone wants to be, like, above the other person, everyone wants to be, like, headliner, everyone wants to be, like, um, their you know what I'm saying? Bigger, their name bigger, on the bill, they want to play later because they know people will be there at that time compared to earlier, um, so that's, it's always a battle when it comes to that, like, people always want to so, you know, obviously, I don't do it personally. My manager goes and, like, fights and fucking argues with the other managers. And <laughs> so it's, like, so it's all that, you know, that's far as a challenge. And then, um, obviously, a challenge that I think comes with every artist. Like, there's always going to be those very, like, negative uh, people. Those very oh, just, yeah. Those fans that are, uh, fans that are just, um, just very narrow-minded and they just don't give a shit. And, like, they're just out there to ruin people's days, you know? I, uh, I saw that recently. And yeah. you, you actually gave a very good fucking answer to them. And I mean, yeah, it was I hard. Mean, Don't get me wrong. This, I know. I know. Was, but I mean, yeah. for this person to go out of his way just to like say all that bullshit to you, I thought was like, like, who the fuck? Who the fuck even asked you, man? Yeah, like, no. who cares? Yeah, pe- people find it like, I guess, acceptable to like just go out of their way and just completely tell someone that how like how shitty they think they are and yeah. they just like think that it's like and, and it's because like people it's with social media it's gotten so easy just to reach your favorite artist or like to yeah. reach any artist and it's yeah. become so just like so easy just to reach out and be like and tell them whatever you whatever's on your mind you know and this guy in particular i guess thought it was okay to go and just like you know write me a good fucking paragraph of how <laughs> shit like how, how shitty he thinks my music is and how um just you know that and you know like um i i like i said my shit's very uh, my music very vocal based and a lot of it's kind of like a little bit more like mainstream a little bit more like corny and shit because i know people like corny shit because it's just some people and that's the reason why there's pop you know pop music right, very corny right right no, but, exactly. but, there's, but there's a reason why it's on the radio because people enjoy it so a lot of my stuff's kind of corny and uh, i forgot where i was fucking going with that shit <laughs> anyway okay sorry yeah, yeah i got it <laughs> um so 
so I get a lot of people talking shit to me, you know, because yeah. I've I've made songs that are kind of like more the catchy, more the corny side, and so there's a lot of people who don't like my music. So it's it's yeah. not my first time, you know, getting messages like that, but yeah. this one in particular was really like just like unnecessary, you know. Right. And and uh, it's taken me, dude. I don't know. Up, up until I think two years ago is when I started to reply just with, "Hey man, I respect your opinion. Hope you have a good day. You know, stay yeah. safe." And it it took me. You know, probably ten years of me making music. Every every time before, I would just talk shit back to them, right. and I feel like it, they would get a kick out of it though. Like they wanted that. So, yeah, they want they want to to, to want, see. That. Yeah. yeah, they want to get a rise out of me, and like now right. now I'm just like you know what? Like I can't please everyone, and as as long as I'm doing, you know, good as an artist, like you know, there's a reason why I'm at where I'm at. And so I just need to like just focus on that and just ignore those things and just respond nicely because. Apparently these guys have fucking too much either too much time in their hands or they yeah, just right. have sh- or they're just feeling shitty themselves and they feel like they need to go and talk shit to other people. Right. So that's the way I see it and I'm just yeah. like, all right, and so yeah. You know, <laughs> I think uh, on the railbreaker, I think what is that's, it, yeah. two point two point six million. Uh, you talking about YouTube? On on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's like I think two point six on on YouTube and then like six million on like Spotify. So. Uh, that's the one I'm talking about too. That's that's the one I'm talking about too. That's that's the song he, that when he was referring to that I make shit music is like th- that's a song that's kind of corny, like that's a corny song, but that's also my biggest song. Yeah. You know, and that's but also I mean, the that's, song. That's the thing though is like all those listeners, you know what I mean? He's obviously he needs to just shut the fuck up. I mean, so. he's def- he's definitely like the fucking minority, like. I don't, you know, I get way more love, obviously, than I do, obviously, hate, because then yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. you know, you can't be successful if you have, like, people who don't, who don't like you more than, I mean, I guess you could, but, you know, chances are, obviously, but, um, yeah, yeah I've learned to just, do just fucking try to ignore people, like, there are some times where I just, I, I, I'll respond, but I won't be a dick and be like, hey, fuck you, I'll never say that, <laughs> but I'll, I, I will, you know, I will defend myself if I think right. it's uh, something that's just, necessary, yeah, uh, yeah, which is, which is, you know, whatever, but, there's that man <laughs> so that's another challenge yeah. is obviously uh having to put up with people who just feel like they can just talk whatever they want to you so kind of going with um with that mm-hmm. we're gonna transition and so to kind of give everybody just kind of give them an idea of what your kind of music that you're making i'm gonna we're gonna go ahead and show them a song called fuck it yeah so with that being said, after that, we're going to get into the meat potatoes of the, the episode. So, fuck it. Bye. Right at 10. Here you go.
All right. So now that's badass. Um, I think for me, as when I heard it, I was like, I, I love what you're fucking doing with that. And I saw that it's the it's the short version. Um, uh, but I, I think even on, on, on Apple music, it's like, I think 40 seconds longer, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so it's not, short edit, <laughs> short, right. So it's not that, it's not that short. So it's like, all right. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. So we're going to be looking at five metal albums or artists that influenced you. Five non-metal albums, artists that influenced you as well. Oh, okay. You can go in any order. You can bounce back and forth or just do one at a time. That's fine. Um, And, yeah, go for it. All right. I made a list. Okay. And, by the way, if there's one artist, that metal artist that pops out, we have to tell that funny story, and I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you know if, if it happens. Okay, so number one, well, not number one, but first on my list. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do just like the bands themselves. Okay. Um, Catatonia. So real quick, uh, funny you say that. Funny story. Not only is this quarantine affecting, I mean. Everybody, yeah, musicians and whatnot. But even Jonas from Catatonia said himself, "I'm gonna have to get a fucking day job if this <laughs> shit doesn't." <laughs> Same here, dude. Let up, right? Yeah, my, so, yeah, my my savings account won't last that long, man. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's funny how it affects. I mean, all these heavy metal festivals, dude. The ones in yeah. the summer, remember Vakin, uh, Summer Breeze, um, Hell Hellfest, all of them are just fucking canceled, dude. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 fucking everybody over right I'm, now financially. I don't, I don't see like actual festivals coming back to like next next year. summer next summer man honestly and it's yeah, it's, that's, it's a it's a shame and it's just sad but I mean you know people like it's health come first and I mean there's nothing you really can do about it and but yeah um yeah but like, the, hopefully the vaccine will be out by that point you know dude I fucking hope so man yeah. so my bad my bad <laughs> moving good. on to number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know okay. that I know they're not in any they're not in any specific order. They're just, mm-hmm. just so we know. Yeah. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, second would be um, Opeth. I think um, as far as um, well for the for Catatonia, um, I remember it was a uh, what's that one song called? Um, it's called Sweet Nurse. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like well just that like the album on on that or the album. That that song's on. Um, have like a lot of them for me. It's like this majority it was like some of my favorite. But it, it was just like how like. I mean, I, I think it's a lot. Of, obviously, just the vocals of it that I like a lot. I mean, the, uh, there's but there's something about the vocal, I guess. I mean, as a song, uh, songs and obviously just in general as a whole, you know, they're all like amazing. But it was just something about um, the vocals on that. And it's like, uh, like you kind of hear it as a story, and it's like a, it's yeah. very, it's a very apparent that it's a story, yeah. you know. So I like yeah. that a lot. Um, so then uh, Opeth is my second one, <clears throat> and I think just with that, with Opeth, I think it's just, um, especially just like the like the vocalist like you know, ability to go from like singing so like lightly yeah. to like into like you know just 
super like dark and that's not like, yeah. yeah so that i thought I, i've always just like i'm not, not necessarily like i make stuff influenced directly off that but it yeah. is just like how like the contrast but yeah, it, but tra- it, yeah, yeah. But it, but it's, but it's, there's like you can't really tell, like it's not a hard contrast. It's like a very smooth transition between it. Yeah. And like, and it's like, it's the same song, but it, and it, but it feels like, like the, it feels like it's like, I don't know, it's crazy. It's like, anyway. So. I know, I know what you mean, and it's, it's, what's uh, awesome about Michael, his name's Michael, uh, the vocalist. Uh, yeah, Michael, yeah, I Michael, Michael, he is, you know, going from clean vocals to growling uh that the, how you say that smooth transition it just he does it without any effort you know and and uh unfortunately he does not growl anymore the past what four albums oh he shit just, he uh he went on record saying that he's gonna stop growling and that's it and to stop oh. asking <laughs> yeah, fair enough all right yeah <laughs> i got used to it I, I i hated it but i got used to it you know yeah all. Um, next up, we have uh, Kill Switch Engage, and it would just be uh, was the end of heartache, I guess. That's what it's called, right? That album. Yeah, yeah, we used to listen to that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but it was um, the singer. What's that dude's name? Um, uh, uh, Jesse. Jesse was the other. Jesse was original. I, I, I yeah. honestly am not a big fan of Jesse. He, um, dude, he had after he had some surgery on the latest Kill Switch. Awesome, dude. Really? His, yeah. Uh, gotta, gotta, let, me, let me see, because I know it's um. Oh, Howard. Howard, yes. Yeah. Um. So I mean, just that album. I I remember I used to um. Remember we, you uh you have remember you had bought the DVD, and uh yeah. I bought it I bought it after you bought it because just um. I think every year, a couple times a year, I'll go and like I'll show my friends that you know that I travel with and stuff, and I'll put it on at the hotel and shit, and we'll fucking just like. We'll listen. We'll we'll watch the the live um, the live um show, yeah. and it um. Oh no, I love it, dude. I that's definitely one of my like, uh, all time favorite like uh, albums, especially just like even that like live show was um, one of my favorite. So, yeah. that one had a big influence as far as that. And um, next yeah, check be, out their check out their new one, man. My bad. Yeah, d- yeah. no, you good. Uh, next one I would have to see. Maybe just because of I just like, I have. I like a lot of like um, the songs that are, like, I don't really necessarily make this, but the songs that I play in my sets, yeah. they're um, they're very. It's called um, fuck. What's the name of the dubstep genre that? Um, I think it might be called. That's not. Is it called? I don't know if it's called thrash or not. It might be called thrash. I'm not sure, but it's a, and it's a genre of dubstep, but it, it just it's very. It sounds pretty much like fucking metal. Oh. And yeah, but it's with like dubstep drums and shit. But anyways, um, so Cannibal Corpse, I feel like would be. I used to listen to um, I used to listen to a lot of that of Cannibal Corpse a lot, and I feel like that's resulted in me playing a lot of like that way, way more heavy stuff like that, in uh, my sets as far as like the dubstep version of that though. Right, right. So there's that, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, then Fear Factory. Just because it was like more like, more of like, yeah, there you go. It was like more like an industrial kind of like feel, like a little bit more like, I don't know. It's, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, so I feel like that would be, uh, that's that would be my my fifth um, metal influence. Yeah. Do you remember 
for a long time, you were asking me that you were looking for this band. Do you remember? And then you're like, they play this, and they have, like, their keyboards are awesome, and you were asking me forever and ever and ever. And I kept sending you shit. I kept sending you, is it this band? Is it this album? Is it this album? And I think we came to find out, I think, that it was Symphony X. I believe. I, yeah. It was I yeah. It was, it was um, the Odyssey. I think it was the Odyssey album. Yes, it was Odyssey. It was like the one that sounded. I remember I kept on telling you it was like, it's the one that sounds like you're like in a medieval like fucking castle and like yeah. like yeah. It was that. <laughs> I remember that too. I was like I couldn't fucking for the life of me figure out what it was. I was like spending hours trying to figure it out, and yeah. then finally yes, it was the Odyssey dude. That yeah, that's another one. actually yeah. That I could go in there dude. That's an, it was just just like the the like the the musical composition of that yeah. of that dude like. And those songs are like ten fucking minutes long, dude. Like some of them. Yeah, they're. Uh, they're but they're all. It's just like you can listen to the whole thing like through and through, like in like you know. Yeah. And I feel like I I wouldn't be able to do that with any other genre, still, right. you know, except with like you know metal or like. Um, yeah, it just it's they're just totally different, like as far as like that goes. Um, yeah. So, non-metal now influences. Um, so I mean, it sounds kind of like typical of fucking for everyone, I guess, would be like Skrillex. Um, he he just kind of did just like uh, what other people just didn't, you know, back then. Um, do you think he he opened the door? Yeah, no, he he pretty much like he made dubstep like like I wouldn't say mainstream, but he he made it. I feel like he definitely got so many people into that. You know, um, because before it was that, like, dubstep was back then, before him, was, like, people were into it, but it, it's not what it was now, you know? Yeah. And I feel like he opened up a lot of people to that. Um, so he, he was definitely, like, an, uh, a pioneer back then as far as that. and just, I'm not going to say pioneer, but, like, an innovator and stuff. Um, so as far as then, there's another one, uh, Young Jeezy. So he's, like, a rapper from, like, um, pretty sure he's from Atlanta. I'm not really sure. I'm pretty. I'm pretty positive, but I'm not a hundred percent. But he. Um, so when I used to like make like a hip hop beats, and I used to make like uh, my my hip hop stuff was very like like uh, like southern um, based yeah. like yeah. like hip hop beats. Right. And they're they're very, I mean, they're they're called like trap beats. So he used to rap on like trap songs. So or he still does. But um. So that was a big influence for me. Um. As far as that went, is my hip my hip hop background. Um, the next one up I have is Zed, and Zed is like, Zed is like the, like the like the house like very pretty catchy house like influence mm-hmm. for, me, okay. for me. Um, but he's like that mainstream guy, like the guy who's on the radio, you know. Okay. Yeah. And uh, next up I have a uh, Pharrell, and Pharrell, I mean, I feel like anyone can be influenced by him just because of how just versatile as like a, a producer is, you know. But he, he also, as far as, like, pop music goes, like, I enjoy making, like, pop music, and I enjoy making, like, you know, catchy stuff and, like, stuff that's not, like, dubstep sometimes. Or, like, I mean, I kind of enjoy it. You know, I probably make that more than I do dubstep, you know? Um, yeah. So there's that. So he influenced me, in, like, in that way, as just as, as just as a producer in general, just because of how good he is. And then there was a certain era where I was trying to make, like, it was called Dutch House back then. And uh, a big guy in that genre was uh, Afrojack. Okay. So, so yeah, Afrojack used to make a lot of house music, a lot of like Dutch style shit. And um, so yeah, he was a big influence on me when I was making 
you know, a lot of house music, uh, back, uh, that, or at least that style back then. Yeah. So, so those are the five that are non-metal. You know, I was uh, wondering, what are, what are your thoughts of, or have you heard, or even paid attention to, uh, about Synthwave, where it's, you know, it sounds retro, sounds 80s, it sounds like uh, NES, you know, sort of like old school games. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because I've been listening to a lot of that lately. I'm like really majorly into that. Yeah, no, uh, um, I, um, so I've actually been making a lot of like, a lot of synthwave slash like new disco type uh, music lately, actually. And um, no, yeah. So I mean, I'm a I'm a huge fan of it. And, like, and it, it's just it's been recently too. I think it was just maybe like the past like month or two. And I've um, so it's like a mixture of kind of like house, but with like synthwave, like like elements or yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. But no, I've um I've really been into it a lot lately too. So. And then uh, I have a friend that I um lives in El Paso and he's a, a singer like a rapper yeah. and he's a, he he like he makes a lot of like I wouldn't necessarily say he's a rapper he just I would just call him just a vocalist but he you know he does a lot of stuff on just like not your typical like instrumentals that you would you know that you would actually think but he has really good ideas and he just has really good top lines yeah. so uh, I send a lot of that stuff to him because I know he's able to like hear things on on those things that i don't or like the mm-hmm. other people the other people wouldn't so i enjoy working with him with that because you know it's just it's different than what other you know genre people are producers in my genre are making you know even though it's not necessary these songs probably won't be bigger than all my like dubstep songs that i make but you know it's nice it's just nice for me to be able to get that out there like just just for myself just so i can show i guess showcase that i'm not just like you know like a one-trick pony yeah, you got some variety going on, mm-hmm. which is actually uh, when we outro, when we uh, end the, today, we're going to have a song. We'll talk about that in a moment, though. Um, really quick, I uh, just want to plug you if you want to or you want to plug whatever you have planned for 2020 or you're just going to go straight to 2021. Uh, <laughs> any plans? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> shit, I mean, obviously, I mean, right now I have about like. I have about like 14 unreleased songs right now and uh, just all different genres. So just that, just my plans for this year, just honestly, just release, just release music. I mean, there's not going to be any really performing. I don't really think there might be. I mean, I'm actually playing a a drive-in car show or car rave. I saw Uh, the player. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be playing that and that's going to be a, that's going to be interesting. That's, I don't I don't know, but I mean, it's cool just to get get to get out there again and just like be able to perform and stuff. So that's kind of cool. But um, yeah. besides that, yeah, I mean, just really do just uh, work on music and just um, uh, work on bettering myself as like a uh, as a producer and just obviously just as a human being. You know, I'm trying to be a better person, try to make yeah. better music, try to be a better musician. Um, so yeah, and then I guess just kick it off again next year. Hopefully, when all this thing blows yeah. off, and yeah, I mean. I think the biggest thing is just trying to stay relevant as an artist during these times because, right. you know, it's hard. It's hard to connect with fans, especially like if not, you're not going playing shows. These people are make forget about you know what you're doing, so you have to stay active, and that's another challenge too. Is just like trying to stay relevant, especially during these times. Yeah, so I know social media presence is is very fucking huge at this point too. Yeah, dude, it's you uh, keep yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So <clears throat> I wanted to go ahead and. And 
the song that we're going to outro with. It's uh, called Save You. And I mentioned it's uh, it's collaboration with, I don't know if you want to go yeah. ahead. And... So, I mean, that, so that's your niece, my cousin, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Megan? Yeah, so, yeah. Me, yeah, her name's Megan. Um, she goes by, um... wait, what the fuck? What the fuck? Wait, no. Her name, her real name is Megan. My bad. I was, I got it. Fucking. So her artist name is Megan Stokes. Right. Uh, so um, and um, yeah. So we we kind of just um, I've been wanting to obviously I know I know she had a really good voice for like, yeah, forever like since right. I've since I've known her my whole life. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah she's she's always had an amazing <laughs> voice and we had we had always talked about making a song, and um, I guess just one day I mean I, I was just like yo like. We need to like go through with this, and she was in town one time because uh, she used to live in uh, was it Tennessee, and she was in town, and uh, we went over to my friend's house, and we just made a rough draft of a you know a song, and uh, we so after that we got the vocals on that, and then we just I went we you know we built it from you know after we got the vocals in, and yeah I mean the the um, the reaction for from a lot of people it's all, it's also a very like emotional song and it's a uh, very relatable for a lot of people. Um, because um, it's about like a really you know relationship you know where when someone wasn't giving you know they weren't giving uh 50% or, you know half you know they were they weren't giving their or I mean their whole you know yeah they weren't uh they weren't put, like you know contributing to the relationship and she felt like she was doing all the work and uh kind of just let her down so a lot it was it's very relatable for a lot of people and um yeah it's really good I mean it came out I think what, like three weeks ago now and um I think we're on Spotify we're sitting at like 150,000 plays yeah. So uh, it's, yeah, it's doing it's good it's doing good and um yeah it's just a good sign it, it was nice just to put out finally and and like just to have another family member on a song you know with me yeah. and uh, and it's it was actually her, it's actually her first like ever release so it's crazy that her first release is just like a a, a song that has you know <laughs> 150,000 plays already and like it's her first song yeah. so um yeah so she's very excited she was always um, she's still obviously excited about it and um yeah I mean it's I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, yeah. Time. So just want to give a quick shout out to everyone, the family. Uh, just uh, I don't want to name names because if I leave out a name, I don't want to get that text <laughs> message. But yeah. everyone in the family. Yeah. And uh, so I want to uh, just thank you very much. Appreciate you coming on board. And hopefully we'll do a future episode. We'll just bullshit it, you know. And uh, yeah. Because this was a lot of fun. It was just, it just seemed very like, you know, I mean, I see her every once in a while, anyways, but still, just like very natural. So yeah, of I'm course. Ha- so came out very well. I'm happy. I mean, yeah. So, um, uh, have you ever like um, in the future, if you ever want to like, let's say, have me and like uh, maybe like a friend of yours or like another, uh, you know, guest, uh, you know, we can all three kind of just like, you know, give opinions on things or just just talk about whatever. So yeah, just let me know. Yeah, man. Well. I uh, will uh, figure out some sort of like some way or another. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it out there, man. But I appreciate your time. And appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Thank you so much. All right, man. All right. Uh, yes, take care. Yes, sir. Peace, man. Buy the Bye. ticket. Take the ride.
Yeah. I don't know what 